So tell us about the charges that you've laid against the EFF leader. Ma'am, just to put your, put your comments in perspective, he actually said that Indians are worse than white Africanos. That was the first issue that we you know, really took offense to. And then he said Indians pay their workers with food parcels and don't pay a, you know, a minimum wage. He then said that Indians have the most strategic tenders that are given and have the most strategic posts, all of which is an absolute load of rubbish. Because legislation in this country prohibits more than 2% of Indians getting jobs in government. For that matter, Indian children can't even get placed in university with a 90% pass at a government school because they are prohibited from getting more than 2% places, for example, in the med schools. Right? So an Indian person cannot get a job. He's excluded by radical transformation because Indians are excluded. A white person in this country gets a 7.5% quota. Indians get 2%. Colors get 5.5%. And his comments, totally out of line, you know, South African minority rights, the Kali Moon, previously charged Malema for saying he'll invade all the Kuli schools. And he met with us, he apologized and undertook not to, you know, make disparaging remarks about minorities. And he's gone back on his word. When he launched the EFF, we were invited, we, we went, we supported a new party which gave new hope to South Africa. So it's not like we're strangers to him. But we've now decided that this time there'll be no, no turning back. It's not just a criminal case. We'll be taken to the Equality Court. And he must answer in court, in a, in a civilized, dignified environment, he must answer questions that will be put to him. He can't behave the way he does in Parliament. Hmm. So, well, obviously this is something that happened uh, during uh, an address of his supporters, not in Parliament, just to be clear for some people who may just get confused <laughs> about it. But let's talk about um, what upsets you more. Is it more the generalization of it? Or are you saying it doesn't happen at all uh, that there is discrimination of blacks by Indians? But more importantly, as you said, what you yeah. find even more um, angry is that he made the comparisons between Indians and Afrikaners. Yes. Okay. First, I agree. The point I was making is that while he can talk absolute nonsense in Parliament, in court you can't do that. It's correct he made these comments at Curry's Fountain at a valley. Right? So I'm uh, agreeing with you on that. As regards the issue of exploitation, you know, we don't categorize rape, murder, robbery, and hijacking by race groups, do we? We have a labor department, we have trade unions. Not a single Indian has been prosecuted for giving somebody food parcel and paying below the minimum wage. Not a single person. So to jump up and down and make these silly comments is unacceptable. There's not even one statistic to support it, whereas you can point fingers and say, this race group commit all the rape, murders, and robberies. We don't do that. We don't generalize. Now, it's, it's all very well and good to pick on white Africaners where they had hit squads and they created a party. That's history. We, as a minority rights equality movement, support minority rights and minorities. We're not attacking white Africaners. But to, to say that we are like worse than white Africaners is obviously hugely offensive, given the historical context of that. Mm. We don't have a fight with any minority. In fact, the purpose of Samlin was to promote harmonious racial relationships from six years ago and to challenge the government's exclusion of Indians based on race. There's, less than, there's just about one million Indians in this country. What's the problem? Over 500,000 are retired pensioners and school-going children and university-going children. Where is the problem with 500,000 Indians in the country of over 60 million? You know, that's what's irritating and offensive, and he must come and answer. We know him, he knows us. We've previously accepted his apology and shook hands and wished him well with his new party. Now he must come to court and answer questions, not make sweeping, silly statements. You know, the only thing he needs now for his red beret and red overall is a red nose, the clown's way, because he's becoming a clown and no longer his hope we all had for a new, better South Africa for all. So what does it mean? It's the I'm, end of the road for you with uh, Julius Malema and the EFF. Well, 
the minority rights equality movement supported him at all his functions, just like we do. We don't listen to the ANC, we listen to the DA. We have members within our organization who are ANC councillors, EFF councillors, minority front councillors. We've been taking a decision at tomorrow's meeting to to call for the EFF members and the one or two councillors we have, and the DA councillors, because they're in alliance with the EFF, to give reasons why they should not be expelled from our organization. So we've drawn a line and we said, enough's enough. We don't want you here. If you do not act against this DA-EFF alliance, then you are party to the problem and we want you out. So mm. unless they give us good reasons why we should remain members, we kick them out of organization. And remember, our, our strength lies in minority numbers, which helps the swing vote, which helps the DA and the EFF. And there is trouble coming for them. They will all be ejected unless they give good reason why they shouldn't be. All right. Thank you very much for speaking to us. Uh, You're welcome, ma'am. And you may comment on this. Remember that the EFF did say yesterday that they are not going to withdraw their statements, that they support uh, uh, what President, their President Julius Malema had to say about this.